Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I'm joined by my good buddies, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one, the only, he's back, ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, we are finally all back together. Shimato, how are you doing? Let's start with you, man. I'm doing well. Um, You know, I'm, I'm back from vacation, and... You know, getting back into everything that, you know, back to regular life. Um, the normal grind. Yes. Mm. Yes, very much so. So, um, The grind where you make yourself available for the normal time we set aside to record. Um, yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it changes yeah. week to week. Yeah, I'm so popular. <laughs> yeah. I'm in high demand. I mean, we'll see yeah. how I feel next week, you know, next weekend. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, well, it's great to have you back, Anthony. Um Good to uh, finally have another show with all three of us. We've it's been a little spotty the last month. It's like you know, yeah, it's hit or miss. Yeah, right? and I mean yeah. we're coming in the summer, so we're gonna have more of that. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have some fluctuation. Um, who's gonna be who's gonna be here? Who's not gonna be here? But uh, what's important is tonight we uh, we have a show where we're gonna be actually reviewing um, two movies. We're gonna briefly talk about. Um, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, and then we're going to do a little more of a deeper dive review of the Mortal Kombat film. So uh, before we get into that, I uh, just want to ask all of, all of our listeners to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and uh, we would appreciate a good five-star review on Apple. That would be super helpful. helps us to get some new listeners. Um, want to ask you to follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. And also want to say spoiler alert because we are going to be talking about details of both of these films. And, um, yeah, there's going to be spoilers in them. So you have been warned. Go ahead and hit pause. Uh, real quick, you can watch the Without Remorse film starring Michael B. Jordan. You can watch that on Amazon Prime Video. That's right. And yep. Mortal Kombat you can watch on HBO Max. So or in theaters, if you can find or a in theater theaters. open, yeah, yeah, that's right. In fact, HBO Max only for another what three weeks, maybe? Uh, isn't it like a limited release on for, HBO Max? Yeah, Mortal Kombat is only available for a uh, month, right? Thirty-one days, and it's say. already been yeah. a week. Yeah, yeah. So get on that. Get on that. Get on that. Um, so hit hit pause. Go watch these films. Come back and listen, uh, boys. Let's get into Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan. I mean, collectively, one of our probably favorite actors here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's pretty awesome, that. yeah. He's great. Um, and it's a Tom Clancy movie, uh, which I grew up playing like Splinter Cell and yep, same here. Ghost Recon, like all these things. There's, there's just so many like iconic uh, Tom Clancy products out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's talk, this, let's talk about this film, guys. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, general Did thoughts. Did you like it? Yeah, Just general. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> keep going, keep going. General thoughts here. Uh, I mean, pretty much it was like a very action-packed. Yeah. Um, however, hour and however yeah, hour and 49 minutes. However, the storyline was pretty much cut and paste from other uh, espionage, yep. uh, government, conspiracy, political theories. Like, it was, uh, yeah, cut and paste from that. But the action scenes were actually really good. Uh, yeah. And mainly because Michael B. Jordan carries everybody on his back. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was an unstoppable force in this in this movie, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it was pretty... It was believable, too, because yeah. it's Michael B. Jordan. It, it was pretty much uh, one of those turn off your brain and just kind of watch a bunch of action and stuff like that kind of happen. A bunch of... It was basically just a bunch of action scenes strung together by loose dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, loose, loose dialogue. 
yeah, I felt overall uh, mostly enjoyed it. Um, it was not the greatest movie I've ever seen. was not the greatest action movie I've ever seen. But it, it kind of felt like one of these movies where it's like, yeah, the dialogue's not going to blow you away. The storyline, you're kind of like half of it, you know exactly what's going to come. And, and to be fair, at parts you're like, huh, that's interesting. So, you know, I had to give and take with the storyline and the surprises, the yeah. twists, the turns, the espionage. Um, but it was – there's a couple scenes where it's like, yeah, that's probably one of the cooler – Probably one of the cooler like action sequences I've ever seen. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Especially when he was in the prison. Yeah, that was that was, that was without a doubt yeah. to me the best part of the movie. Yeah, it was like it watching was. him get ready. He's like flooding the sink. He knew, man. He, he heard knew exactly the, yeah, the, the Russian chatter outside of his uh, yeah. his cell block door, and then he's like, "Okay, it's going to go down." Dude, man. that was gonna... that was awesome. Yeah, and then he he's has one in the headlock. And the guy opens oh, yeah. up the little lash, and he says, uh, or he says, close the door, or I start snapping necks. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, dude, do not, do not cross this guy right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean. So right off the bat, okay, so one of the things I really enjoyed about this movie is that the stakes. The stakes are pretty high for him as yeah. an individual because, like, they kill his pregnant wife. Like, yeah. dude, that's, that was cold, man. It, yeah. it really hit hard. It, it hit home, uh, especially uh, me being a father. I know uh, you guys are not there yet, but being I'm, a father and, and your unborn child being killed, yeah. that's... Well, I'm not there yet, but here's the thing, and I was actually, when I was watching this film, I was like, I, I you know, when you're watching an action movie and people die in battle, it's like, okay, you get, yeah. you kind of move past it really easily. Right. And I know that this is exactly why they do stuff like this, but I was just getting so angry yes. <laughs> watching this, just the senseless killing of innocent people. Yeah. Like, it's just, I mean, I was like so angry and I wanted to see him. I was kind of hoping he would like, <laughs> sounds awful to say, I was kind of hoping he'd find this guy and just like strangle him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because yeah. like, man, just like walking into your home and killing yeah, your freaking pregnant wife. I'm. Oh my God. Yeah, it was it, it was intense. So like the the stakes were were there for for yeah. Michael B. Jordan's character. Like you knew his motives right then and there, and uh, it was going to be his drive throughout this whole entire movie, and it really was. And uh, he, like I said before, he like he couldn't be stopped. Like he was, uh, he wouldn't die. Yeah, he wouldn't die. <laughs> he, there was multiple multiple chances to kill this guy, and it, it was all yeah failed. Yeah, I was pretty pretty nuts with him in his. Um... It, it just his drive to what he was doing was just you know relentless and um and he was willing to um step over the line like in, in multiple scenes you see him do things that you know were definitely kind of stepping over the line that you would normally see an action hero do like when you know lighting lighting the 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 car on fire of the Ambassador Russian, or yeah, the Russian okay diplomat. that was cool too diplomat, yeah. that was cool too yeah that was and, a then, cool scene. and then on top of that, like him getting in there I mean one thing if he had lit the thing on fire and then just kind of let him you know burn up but he got in there and he was interrogating him and everything like that yeah. and then you know just finishing him off and then just kind of like. I'm I'm glad that scene like paid off because like I can see them in the writers' room like yeah we're gonna light the car on fire and then he's gonna get inside and like oh yeah yeah that's gonna be so cool but it actually was like it actually yeah, it, it actually it, was cool. it was yeah. so cool <laughs> oh man yeah, yeah okay so all right now think about it there are again there's there's that scene there's the in the prison there's there's a couple cool action sequences yeah. um uh, him him being the decoy to escape when they're pinned down like 
not them not them being pinned down by the snipers because like they were terrible shots. So why were the snipers in the first place? But yeah. the fact that he got out and was distracted and did it all by himself that was pretty cool. The, that yeah. part of it was the first part. You're like okay. Yeah, yeah. His his actual him getting up his onto escape. the building the wasn't actually even really all that cool. It was pretty generic in, yeah. in that right. But once he started working his way down the yes, building, yes. that was that I'm not gonna lie, that that was pretty cool. And it was very like it was very intense and he was, you know, the entire time like crazy stuff was happening and then him finally being able to do the uh the costume change real quick, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's also several things where like that doesn't seem super believable, but yeah, there's a lot of tropes in here for yeah. uh, spy movies, for sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I mean, mostly good, just you know, sucker for action. You know? Yeah, the, I think Shimato said it best. It's the uh, turn turn your brain off. Um, yeah, you really didn't have to think too hard <laughs> on the storyline, and uh, at some t- at some points, the dialogue was pretty cringeworthy. To be honest with you, yeah, uh, there, like I, I don't know. To me, yeah. there were moments where it literally like stopped me. And I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, you just kind of get disengaged. Like the the yeah. worst part is, is like Michael B. Jordan is a phenomenal actor, and yeah. there were some lines that he delivered where I was like, you should have like maybe done something a little more natural and yeah. and, and like veered from the script because I can tell a hundred percent that was you following the script and it did not sound yeah. natural it, at it, all. It, it was weird. It was almost like there were there were lines where it, it was almost like the rest of the scene was shot, and then they almost went back and reshot and put that into it it felt so that's how much it stuck out of the scene was just it felt like it was completely shot separately from everything else that was happening yeah like here's an example of of something that stood out is like in the beginning like the opening sequence when they're getting on the helicopter to be evacuated um or like picked up for their rendezvous uh just the like the fact that he uh, Michael B. Jordan is talking to Jamie Bell's CIA character, like, like, what, do you, like, what do you, well, you didn't tell us the whole thing, like the briefing is, like, you didn't brief us on the mission beforehand, yeah. like all that dialogue, like it just felt, f- like fake, forced, and like scripted to yeah. the T. Yeah. yeah, that scene was really weird too because like he went really intense for like a second and a half, and then he was like completely shut off after that. Like you know, like if he had kept on going, it might have been more believable. Yeah. But it, it was just like this weird like outburst that like completely fizzled out. It was it was very much like he was acting instead of being the character. He was acting in that scene, and then it was almost like the director was like, "Oh, and this is where you cut it off." So he stopped. Yeah. Yeah, and also just at the end when he is uh, again spoilers, right? <laughs> at the end when he had when he kidnaps the Secretary of Defense. First of all, um. The Secretary of Defense is eating dinner at this restaurant, and you see his security everywhere. Right. So to him just show up in the bathroom and then, like, kidnap him and have him in an SUV, it's like, okay, come on. Like, he would have had to do something. Yeah. Right? There's, that should have been, like, flushed like out. show flushed that. Out yeah. Show yeah. that. And then, like, him having that conversation, and he's talking about how um, – what's what's the uh, Russian dude who is actually American? He has a Russian name, but uh, who, who killed himself with a bomb? You remember? Was it Victor or Vasily? It was something. Victor Rykov. 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 And he's like, I want to know what you sold Rykov. I want some of that. Because he's trying to understand the Secretary of Defense. Sell me. Like, why? Yeah. And 
Yeah. Like he talks – the Secretary of Defense talks about like how America needs an enemy. OK, I – like sure, if that's what you – if that's what you think. It, it, he but said, like how did you convince him? Well, true. He, but he said like the American people are fighting amongst themselves right now because they don't have an enemy. Right. And so the, he, they were giving him an enemy. But, but what I'm saying is how did he literally convince Rykov okay, gotcha. to blow yeah. himself up? How did he convince all those Russians? Yeah, the Russians that killed themselves. And yeah, the one that yeah. said, I'm ready at the beginning. Yeah, right? that, that's a very, like, uh, you had to be very intense to just be like, hey, kill me right here. You know? Yeah, like, you're in a cult. Yeah, that's a very, <laughs> that's a very cult. That's a very, like, that's a very deep dive into um, into that situation. I also felt um, the actual ca- casting of Victor was very weak. Um, I don't. I love I, the actor. Oh, yes. Okay, but the I accent could not. Be- I, I could not believe yeah. him, and maybe it's because of what I've seen from him. He's always in a comedic role. Yes, always in a comedic role, he, and he's very. He's a very comedy-driven person. That him being in this ser- super serious role, I just could not get into that. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I kept waiting for the jokes. To back it up. I yeah. kept waiting for the jokes. Yeah, like, yeah, and it wasn't like they gave him anything to where <laughs> you really saw him be vicious to be this espionage-driven character. Uh, maybe if they had given a little bit more of that, he'd been more believable. But there was nothing about his character or anything that I saw that took me away from Brett Gelman as the actor that I know. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Uh, any other general thoughts of the movie before we get into the ending? I mean. <laughs> It was it was enjoyable overall. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do the yay and nay now? Yeah. Sure. Let's okay. put that in there. All right. I'm gonna say yay for well. Let, actually, you guys go not first because I just went, but you go, Justin. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say yay as well, and yeah. it's mainly the Michael B. Jordan effect. Okay, that's fair, Shimato. Yeah, I'm going yay as well. I mean, action is just. I mean, it's just fun action. Yeah. Okay. The reason I said yay was because of the ending. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So let's peel back the curtain for our fans a little bit. Sometimes <laughs> we record these podcasts on Fridays, typically. And sometimes when there's a movie re- um, uh, released on a Friday, it's like, all right, how are we going to pull this Crunch off? Crunch time, right? man. Yeah. Uh, there's, t- there's times where Justin's waking up early to watch it before work. He's watching a part of it during his lunch break. Yep. Uh so we actually just said last night, we said, all right, let's all watch this movie. This is crazy. Until the 70-minute mark, and then the last 30 minutes of the film, we'll watch it together, which I really liked. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, so it ends, and it's kind of like a, you know, kind of satisfactory just ending, but it's like, eh. It's it, was, just, it was missing something. Yeah, it, was, it felt like it was missing a lot. Yeah. So we're standing here, and the credits are rolling, and... um Justin makes the comment that this is actually a part of the the same universe as the Jack Ryan Jack, yeah, series. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Yeah, and it makes sense on Amazon Prime. And when you said that, I was like, "Oh, okay." Do they connect? And you said, "Yeah," because the Lieutenant General, oh or yeah, Karen Lieutenant Greer, Commander, the character of Karen Greer is the was the daughter the or daughter, the niece? Was it niece? I don't know. Niece but related of, of to Jim Greer. I, th- right. I think it was. I think niece. it was niece. Yeah. because I think you said your, so your uncle. uncle. Yeah, Jim okay. Greer, who is very prominent in the two seasons of Jack Ryan starring yeah. John Krasinski. So yeah. I was like, yeah, this this, which is also on Prime. Yes. All right. So when you said that, I was like, huh. Okay. So is there a is there a post credit scene? And I think Justin was like, nah. But he's I was like, fast, no way. Fast no forwarding. Way. Yeah. He's clicking fast forward. He's clicking fast forward, and then the the credits 
uh, like cut off the screen, and we see Michael B. Jordan having a dialogue with someone. We're like, yeah. oh my god, there's a post credit scene here. <laughs> yeah, so we're like fighting to go back in time. And yeah, to, to get we the ended start up watching it, the whole yeah. cr- mid credits again. Yeah. you know, we just play it safe. But anyways, there is literally a mid credit scene. Which, if you're gonna do that. Like it is to set up. It, it, it's yeah. it's you're the Marvel. It for something. Yeah. You're yeah. you're pulling a Marvel universe. You're is what Marvel. you're doing, yeah. especially right. the way they did it. Because you know you can do it. You can do like a mid credit and be a joke, and it just like yeah, bloopers and nothing, and it's like nothing. It could just been like yeah. you know some random joke. This had some gravity to it. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. So John Kelly is now John Clark. That's Michael B. Jordan's character, and he is now talking to the director of the CIA. CIA, yeah. uh, the guy that we didn't like in the movie Ritter. I think it was his Ritter. name. Yep. Um, anyways, uh, he actually told him he's uh, – John Clark, Michael B. Jordan's char- character, says, well, I got some ideas. I want to get a, uh, a multinational task force. Together. Together. A small task force. Small task force. So yeah. it's, it's basically like a Navy, an international Navy SEALs. And he says he wants to call it Rainbow. Yeah. And when right when he said that, I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna get in. We're gonna get yeah. a whole." Yeah. And even Shimano, you were like, "Are they gonna do a Tom Clancy verse?" We're like, "No, they're <laughs> not gonna actually do this." Yeah. No, we're gonna we're getting a Rainbow Six movie. Like, it's coming with yeah. with John Clark as like the leader, the yeah. guy that orchestrates it. Exactly. Him. Michael B. Jordan as the lead, uh, yep. obviously, but we the potential of John Krasinski coming in as Jack right. Ryan as well. So right. And yeah, if, and if we if we like, what if like in six, seven, eight years these movies get better? Because this one wasn't that great. No, I mean, it, and we get to the point where we're like, dude, we've got an epic Ghost Recon movie. We got, dude, if we get a good Splinter Cell movie with Sam oh, Fisher, yeah, like for sure, I'll be so, I'll be, I'll be marking out like crazy. Like, yeah. So seeing that mid credit scene was actually pretty cool. That I yeah. actually said like. I said it when we saw it. I was like, all right, this is the best part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> because because <laughs> I love the ambition. At least yeah. they're trying. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, like, Mar- Marvel established the, the, the continuity of, of one universe. And so the fact that Tom Clancy, who has all these great properties and all these great characters, uh, the potential of seeing them all together. Yeah, like, that's, on the big screen. That's huge, yeah. man. That is yeah. huge. Yeah, especially since they're – I mean, we see a lot of espionage in movies, but there aren't a whole lot of, like – this type of espionage in movies like the only other one i can really think of would be the mission impossible series currently uh-huh. that would be even close but uh, like stylistically but even that isn't this gunplay heavy like it's so it's it, it's a completely different type of like espionage and it, it's more um like gun driven than than your Mission Impossible universe, and certainly more than your like 007 universe. So I mean, there is a place for it to fit into this, you know, you know, shoot 'em up type of universe because there aren't a whole lot of movies that are just that yeah. type of movie. So there is a space in you know right. media for that. And, and here's the thing: if they get the right directors, you, right now you have John Krasinski and Michael B. Jordan as your figureheads. Yep. For, yeah. Right. That's huge. Yeah. Right. I, I know. You know. You got Reed Richards and you got Eric Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Killmonger. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this looked like Eric Stevens, like what he did before he went to Wakanda. <laughs> like <laughs> every time he's like in a battle, I'm like, this is Eric Stevens. Like this is how he became Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I will admit that was a little longer than I thought we were going to talk about that review. Um, kind of a snapshot. Again, the movie was. It, it, we all said, "Yay, go watch it." If you have Amazon Prime, yeah. I mean, hopefully you've watched it because you're listening to this. But we, yeah. for the most part, we enjoyed it. Yeah. 
There's I a mean, couple action sequences that are worth watching. For sure. And, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, he has star power. And, I'm and not going to lie. He, that's right. Yeah. He does. He's and, a huge draw. And it was 2011 when you got me on to all, all the Marvel movies. Iron Man came out in, what, 2008? Yes. Okay. So at that point, I was three years behind of all these movies connecting. Yeah. So if you could get out on the early side of this, yeah. who knows where it'll be in six, seven years, right? It's true. Good point, man. Who yeah. knows? That's a great point. Who knows? So it's it's worth getting on now. Um, all right. So let's, uh, with that in mind, let's take a break to hear from word from our sponsors. Just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Not there yeah. yet. Not yet. We wish we did. <laughs> if you want to sponsor the uh, Royal Geek Podcast, we would really appreciate that. Uh, but let's get into the review of Mortal Kombat. All right. Um, giant video game franchise. A giant video yep. game franchise. Reboot movie. Reboot movie. Yep. An epic theme song that yeah. a lot of people know. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. Most, especially most dudes around yeah. the world would know the One theme song. One of the song. most iconic theme songs. Yeah. yeah. From for the sure. 1995 movie, for sure. Yes. For sure. For yeah. sure. Um, okay. Uh, let's, I'm trying to think how I want to do this. Spoilers. Okay. Pause <laughs> easily, it. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Pause it. I want, let's get, let's start with some general uh, opinions. Again, you can see it HBO Max. It's rated R. It's definitely <laughs> rated R. Yes. <laughs> Plenty of reasons to be Hard rated R. Hard R. Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. rated R. Yeah. Uh, general thoughts, and then we'll get into some more specifics. Justin, I want to start with you because I know you're probably the biggest fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes. I grew up with the video games, uh, and I played them over and over again. Um, I fell off for a little bit in between uh, certain, let's see, probably Mortal Kombat... I don't know, like seven <laughs> or something yeah. along the lines, and I picked it back up again in eleven and ten and eleven. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there was a lot of fan service in this movie. Oh, uh, for sure. A lot of uh, Easter eggs, a lot of things that only the people who played the games uh, really truly understand and know and love. Um, which I'm sure I'll bring the light here in a little bit after I hear what you guys thought about it. But uh, overall, action was action was yeah. phenomenal. I loved it. I mean, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to fun to watch. Um, I didn't play a whole lot of video games growing up, um, but I've watched the the two movies, the two pre- previous movies, a ton. Uh, well, just they're they're good movies to just kind of turn on and just really watch. Kind of a especially the second one, Annihilation, to watch a terrible movie. You can turn that on <laughs> if you really just want to watch a terrible movie and just you know deal with that. Um, but it, it, it's really good. I mean. A, a lot of the stuff is they did a, like Justin was saying. There's a lot of fan service, lots and lots of fan service, lots of little things in there. Um, obviously, didn't take itself too super seriously, um, which I was cool with because uh, there's, there's always that line that you kind of got to ride. I feel like with a video game movie where you know you got to kind of they're intent they're kind of inherently goofy a little bit. There's got to be um, a little bit of the, cheese going on. W- with whatever movie you are making. There's some dairy around movie. here. There's some dairy. <laughs> yes. But th- there's definitely – because most video games have very cheesy lines in them. A lot of the storylines are very cheesy in lots of ways. So, um, you know, taking yourself a little bit less seriously goes a long way when you're making a video game movie. Yes. All right. My general thoughts. You ready, Justin? I mean, go for it, man. I, I know right. it's. I know this is not a cinematic masterpiece. I know that for sure. And Continue. We, and we said that before. Yeah. Like, I, and I knew that too. Like the same reason I was kind of excited just to sit back, relax, and enjoy the Godzilla versus Kong because I knew it was going to be mayhem. Like I knew there was going to be mayhem here. Uh, my first thought is 
Warner Brothers produced this, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Warner Brothers also handles all the DC stuff, right? Yes. Okay. That was pretty evident to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys are catching what I'm putting down here, but my biggest thing about this movie was like, hmm, this literally is a cash grab. Like, you could have told, you could, if you really, and I think you were saying that, like, there's going to be more movies to come, they're going to kind of build a series. All right, if you really wanted to do that, why wouldn't you just start in the 1600s and tell more of a backstory of Hanzo uh, Hakashi, Hasaki, I don't even know. Like, yeah, my biggest critique would be, like, we jump in, and there's been, like, nine straight tournaments that uh, the Earthrealm hasn't won. Let's tell that story. Like, there was just, like, the whole time you're kind of like, you're going along with Cole, the main, you know, the main character, and him kind of being introduced into this whole world, this magical world of tournaments and death and destruction. And it's like, if you really want to build out a good series, just like we're seeing with the Tom Clancy thing, like, why not, like... Start small, but again, it's yeah. to me, it's Warner Brothers saying, "Hey, let's let's make a Mortal Kombat movie. Let's give a lot of fan service, and sure, there's going to be a lot of fans of the video games that are going to be happy they got to see this new rendition. But in my mind, if you do it properly and you start slow, you will have greater returns in a decade. And am I, I, I am I wrong? I understand what you're saying okay, there, okay. and like the slow playing, it does help. But yeah. the like the basis of the entire Mortal Kombat franchise is that Earthrealm is on the verge of being taken over. Yes, so that's actually a huge thing. That is like that is the central plot of the entire like Mortal Kombat universe is that they're on the verge that you're up back he's up against the wall. It's not about all the other tournaments. It's about that tenth tournament. So that okay. is why yes. it's so important. So you really do need to get in on the. The action, like jump straight in yeah. to feel the back against the wall. However, the back against the wall feeling did not come across as prominent as it should have in this as movie. Desperately, yeah, yes, yeah. The, yeah. The the act of desperation, like right. that wasn't that wasn't there as as bad, yeah. as it should have been. I mean, Cole literally just left. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, they're like, oh yeah, we only have a. Uh, you know, we only have a couple of weeks, and this only happens every couple of decades, but we're only going to give you a couple of weeks to learn how to yeah. fight. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I, that's fair. L- indulge me for one more minute, and then we can get into more of, like, just what this film was. Because in my mind, what if you made a movie called Hanzo? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just his story, and you understand the lore of the legend of the bloodline. Yeah. And then what we saw at the beginning the of the film. The bloodline matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. What we saw at the beginning of the film. Would would have been the end of this initial film, and then two three years later, you have a Mortal Kombat movie where you're getting you're seeing more of the dragon tattoo. Well, it's not a tattoo, but the mark. Yeah, and there you learn more about the the tournament and all this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I guess I'm just again I'm a sucker for like things that are done well, like Marvel properties that like I just want to <laughs> uh, like I want to experience that. Right. And Warner Brothers is like okay, putting their movies out for chump change on streaming services. Yeah. Yeah, and, wow. and, and like I said, I understand what you're. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Am I with wrong? That, but, Am I wrong? But wow. For that, for Mortal Kombat, the start line is the tenth tournament. Okay. All right. Well, then in that case, fair enough. That's my critique from a guy who didn't play the video games. 
let's just talk about this movie. That yeah. was that was my general feel. Yeah. Um, and like and for me, like this was like Shimano said about the previous movie we just talked about is it, turn your brain off and just like enjoy. Don't yeah. do what I just yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Don't overthink it. Don't. I, I okay. So the best parts of the movie had to deal with uh, Hanzo and Bihan yeah. and Sub Zero, yeah. right? Like those really were the best parts of of the and movie. And Kano. Okay. Okay, Kano. So, so you bring Kano in here. We might as well go on like a little eight minute rant here on how Kano probably was the best part of the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I feel like anytime you get like an angry Australian who can fight, oh it, yeah, he usually Absolutely. steals the show. Yeah, yeah. Kano, a one hundred percent stole this show like easily. Yeah, uh, he was he was the comedic relief. He was hysterical. Uh, he was uh, action heavy. Like he yeah. fought in, in almost every scene he was in. So that was incredible, and he had a freaking laser. Yes, laser out eye. Of his right eye. Yeah, and uh, he was so quippy, man. Like yeah. he he had like the best comebacks, the best one liners. Like it was even his questions were like asked in a very like sarcastic or comical way. When he was like, "Oh, do I get one of those?" Like that, oh, yeah. that kind of thing. Like <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. He was either throwing a punch pretty much, or he was making some sort of quip. For sure, um, and that belligerent kind of person, especially when they get put in their place a lot, is kind of like hilarious. Because oh, he got, yeah. he got. I mean, although he was a, a decent fighter, he got beat up a lot in the in the in the actual movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did, and he, uh, he was hilarious though, man. I yeah, he was like belly laughing, like that's how yeah. he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, what was the? Didn't we? Someone showed us a meme. Was it Curtis that showed you a meme the other day of? Uh, it was, I believe so, wasn't it? Maybe, maybe, of like him carrying the movie oh, or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or no, uh, you showed it. I, it, was, it was actually, Okay, yeah, okay, but me. he said he, he had seen, he, uh, he had said that he had seen it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, Kano really stole the show, really carried at times. Part of that, in my opinion, might have been because uh, I just felt like the main character was kind of like a brick wall. Like, I didn't get much from Cole. Yeah. At all, like yeah. I yeah. Well, and also with him being a, a brand new character, um, not introduced in any video game, like uh, it was, it was a little hard to, I don't know, get behind him a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, I, I think his name is Lewis Tran. I think his name is. Yeah. Um, um or, or is that the is the that actor. the name of or is that was the name Bihan? No, Bihan was Sub Zero. Bihan Sub Zero. Yeah. No, I mean, was that the character name for, for or was that the actor name for um for Bihan? Was that his name? No, 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 no. Joe Taslin. Oh, yes, Taz, yeah, my bad. he was. That's okay. Behan. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, I did. Taslin is a phenomenal actor yeah. and, and a fighter and yeah. everything. He's awesome. I, I was worried about Cole's character because of the fact that he wasn't from the original universe. And usually, when you insert a character like that, it's really not. It doesn't work because you have all the. Usually, you have like all this lore that's right. built around the rest Correct. of the universe, and then you're jamming this person that's usually the like chosen one type of character into the middle of all this. Um I don't feel like he was as bad as I've seen in other movies. Right. Or and he wasn't as, as insufferable as it feel like he could have been cuz usually those characters are usually also very angsty, very, you know, oh, I don't really know if I want to do this, like that type of thing, <laughs> sure. you know. But on the flip yeah. side, I felt like as things were going on, I was like, why are you not freaking out more? Right. He, yeah, he almost felt like too cool with his The stakes are pretty high here. Like, yeah. for example, here's an example. Okay. So, yeah. like, um, they, after his fight in the beginning where you introduced yeah. it to MMA fighting, right? Uh, he goes to get uh, food with his daughter and his wife, right? Yeah. Uh, Sub Zero attacks 
right then and there to his family. Like, that should have been, like, red flag number one. Like, hey, okay, he's coming to attack and my family is being involved, right? Yeah. And then he goes and he trains for a little while with Sonya Blade and, and Raiden, like, and goes over there, right? But then he, like, leaves and goes back with his family. Like, like Sub-Zero's not going to come and affect his family again. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to have a little bit more common sense here and realize that it's bigger. It's bigger because your family is is being targeted here. Yeah, unfortunately, that was one of those, like, it was a classic moment where the hero has to leave and then, you know. It's a big fight. part of their journey. Yeah, yeah. it's huge, part of their journey. Huge trope in, yeah, in, yeah, in that style. For sure. Um, but, uh, I mean, he wasn't great as an actor, I will say that. But he wasn't, I feel. I don't feel like he was as terrible as that character could have been. Because I saw a lot of signs of that being just an terrible, insufferable character that you're just stuck with yeah. for the entire movie, and you're just like, I, I hate this person. Well, I because mean... that can happen <laughs> very easily. I'll tell you this, though. Like, uh, Mortal Kombat 12 is going to have Cole Young in it, for sure. Like, yep. he's going to be a part of the, the the video game universe going forward. I'm oh, afraid. sure. Oh, yeah, he's about yeah, to probably sure. be a DLC character for Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> like, hand, yeah, easily. I mean, his, uh, his suit or whatever was pretty cool. It kind of looked oh, yeah. like... Uh, like the Black Panther suit, yes, kind of builds was, up the yes, kinetic lot, energy, lots right? Lots of vibes yeah. there. Black Panther's yeah. suit, yeah, good call there. Thanks. Um, um, he did have probably one of the cooler fight scenes with Goro. Um, yeah. I will say that. Um, yeah. When he, when he unlocks his uh, his power. Yeah. Um, so Cole Young is uh, his. He goes. He leaves the training. He's like, I'm done. I'm. I dip. I'm out of here. And then Goro comes and hunts him down. And yep. there's a pretty cool fight scene there. Um, so I mean, Goro, he looked he looked really good visually. I thought he looked good yeah. at least. I mean, what do you compared to the nineteen ninety five version of Goro? <laughs> what do you guys think of that? I mean, like you can't. All those those were just rough. It was really rough. If you go back and watch those, they were. Oh, that was it was bad. <laughs> I know, man. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I but, thought it looked good. It was alright. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, have I, any thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean, when when I was a kid, obviously the original Mortal Kombat was oh, yeah. like like top tier, yeah. right? But like when you're right, you go back and watch it, and you're like, oh, man, yeah, dude, it was. And then Annihilation got way, yeah. it was even worse. This is like a nostalgia watch right now. Like yeah. the only reason you're watching it is because it brings back memories how you felt as a child, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this new Mortal Kombat has the potential to grow into an actually like good franchise, like something that can be. I don't know. Something along the lines of Fast and the Furious franchise, like it's like so over the top, crazy, wild that yeah. you that you love it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like this ha- the sequels of Mortal Kombat has a potential to be that. Yeah. Once again, I think it comes down to how seriously are they going to take themselves. Like as long as there are little deferentials to themselves, I feel like you can you can carry this franchise could end up being you know pretty solid. Oh yeah, easily. Like uh, I mean, video game movies don't have a good rep at all. No. Like uh, it's it's very very low bar. And I I mean to be honest with you, I think that this with the fight scenes, with the production quality, and and just the amount of effort that they put actually into this, like it, yeah, it, it is up there as like one of the be- the best f- uh, video game movies of all time. Which like I said, it's not very high bar to clear. No, but not it, at all. it is it is up there for sure. Yep. Uh, until, the, until the Rainbow Six movie comes until out. Until the right? Rainbow Six movie comes out. Um, but Maybe. until then, I guess Sonic will reign supreme. So. <laughs> yeah. Sonic. Yeah, that's right. That was a good movie. It, it was. was it was a really good that movie. It was enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out. We reviewed that. Go back in our catalog and find it. Yeah. You'll have to scroll very far back to yeah, watch it. Not that, that far. It was, no, we dude, reviewed that Sonic. That was probably like, yeah. that was like that was four or five like months first, ago. Yeah. First five episodes, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. really? Yep. Wow. 
Oh my gosh, I'm getting old. Um, okay, so best video game movie of all time. We, I think we need to have a discussion about that sometime. Side note. Uh, That'll be, be an interesting one, yeah. Because yeah, again, it topic. really it really feels like you're like, all right, which dollar menu item am I eating today? Wow, you know, because <laughs> there, <laughs> there's a time that yes, you're right, you're right. The quality of movie that comes from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the world building in this in this has great potential. Like, yes. Uh, okay, so Tyler, like you're like the like general. neutral. You're general neutral, right? Yeah. You're you're that, right? So. Like, I'm a preferred neutral because I like a movie that's just kind of senseless, right? You know. So what you what the foundation has been laid down from this first movie, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, not knowing anything about the video game franchise and, and characters, right? Like, do you see a world being built on what was shown in, in this first movie? Uh, yeah, not a, maybe not a good world. But okay. I mean, a, okay. I can cool. see them again. I tend to think like you know Warner Brothers. Doesn't really put out good stuff since what Harry Potter. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah. right? Like, in, in terms I can probably of a, think of a few in terms of a series, a, a franchise. Yeah. Okay, franchise. Okay, in terms of a, franchi- a world yes, building right. franchise. Yeah, then, yes, that's you're what right. you're talking about, right? Building yeah, yeah, a yeah. world, building world. Yes. Yeah, they haven't. No. Okay, so I, I have very little trust that they'll do anything quality, um, because again, I feel like. Anytime you're 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 adding elements of like mystical mythical like story like who is the, who is the the four arm dude that you mentioned Goro Goro, dude, Goro. Goro. all right yeah. uh, you see his shadow and you hear um, the main villain uh, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung yep. yeah he's like we're so glad to have you fighting our side it's like okay who is he <laughs> and again, I know most of this movie is mostly for people who it's for the played, fans. The, played the fans. Yeah, which, but if you want to build yeah. a world, which is your question, right. and have have like more neutral people jump in, like yeah. you gotta do a better job explaining this. Stuff okay, yeah, I can see that. So like, it, uh, it was all rushed. Uh, you, you introduced how many different characters in one movie that wasn't even two so hours? Yeah, here's the thing with that. Okay, so. Uh, Video game fans, right? Like we we all already knew knew the characters, but yeah. you're making a great point here. Has somebody who's neutral coming into the franchise, like you do need that little extra explanation. But uh, I know the the Reddit community. I was I was deep okay. dive. Tell more, me about yeah. It. So uh, everybody who has played the games, like the the experience of the movie is way up there for sure. Yeah, because like there's these little like nuances in there. For example, like. Uh, Luke Kang, right when they're when he decides to have a training session with the 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 members like Kano and yeah. everybody else, right? Yep. So Kano comes up there and it's him, Luke Kane, and then Luke Kane does a leg sweep, boom, falls on the ground. He's like, "Yeah, well, I bet you can't do that again." And then he <laughs> does leg like sweep two more like, times, two more times, yeah. right? Uh, that in, in the video game, like you guys, you said you guys didn't play it, right? Uh, the Liu Kang leg sweep is one of the most OP moves in really? Mortal Kombat history. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay, you could use that over and over and over again, and you would win every single fight. It's like, like Michael it's, Vick and Madden Four. It, it's it, almost exactly like that. Yeah. So the fact that they had a scene in the movie where Liu Kang got to do his leg sweep numerous times and work on defeating them. Uh, the person you're fighting and having Kano yeah, like, pull it off. It too. was absolutely amazing yeah. as, as far as See, that that's goes. the stuff I would never appreciate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but that's good. Like, yeah. And and I get there's yeah. there is value in that. Yeah. And uh, the other like the fatal the fatalities like every yeah. single like fatality was uh, like from the video game like yeah. um, 
Uh, he was at, didn't uh, Shang Tsung, he said, finish them, right? Did yeah. he oh, say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, He said, finish them. I finish them, yeah. Uh, fatality. Fatality. Flawless, flawless victory. victory. Yeah. <laughs> Kano wins. Yeah. Yeah. These are all things <laughs> that you appreciate in, in the fandom. Like, th- this that sense of uh, cheese you were talking about earlier. Yeah. You got to have that little sense of cheese, yeah. right? just a little and, bit. And uh, was it Kung Lao when he did his... Uh, his fatality, where he his hat was on the ground spinning, oh and he rides that, that lady into uh, yep. and splits her in half. Like that, that was... move is in the video game. Like you yeah. can you can pull that off, yep. and and it's same, pretty incredible. Yeah, same thing with uh, with Jax. Like that the, the yeah. head smash. That is a very that's classic Jax right there. Yeah. Like that's one of the like the the first like smashing of the head with blood splatter. Like that's some, one of the first like instances of violences that uh, I've been introduced to. Which uh, explains as a, a as lot. A child. Oh, mm. oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the amount of things I see violent is uh, a lot. So, uh, but even the Liu Kang, the, the dragon fire uh, consumption, yeah. like that's that's a that's a fatality in Mortal Kombat. So, mm. yeah, um, mm. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So they do a lot to a fan service. The fan service is there. Like they give the fans of the video game what they what they want and what they what they thirst for. So. Yeah. Um, as a fan of the video game, you're going to go into this movie and you're going to be like, this This is awesome. This is a fun ride. Yeah. Uh, give me more of it and keep this franchise going. There's over 80 characters in Mortal Kombat. In the Mortal Kombat. And uh, we've, we're just touching so there's the, a lot tip, more they tip of the do. iceberg. Yeah. And, that, and Shang Tsung said that too, right? He's like, I'll have more. Yes, people. I'll have more. Yeah. Because it, it's every 10 years. Is that I believe the every tournament? yeah it's every de- it's, it, well, I think I actually it's every generation is what they say yeah okay. it's it's a much uh, wider gap yeah, yeah. Right. I wonder if they'll make that accurate because that that'd be a long time true yeah um, we're about, we're we're gonna get Johnny Cage right oh uh, man I hope so I hope so <laughs> but, Which, I mean, but who knows because technically was that really a tournament so he could just say. The tournament hasn't actually happened. It's, yeah, it's true. it's true. Exactly. So the tournament could be happening, and now these people actually have a sense of, okay, yeah. we got to do this now. Yeah. Which uh, this week, um, talks and rumors going around on Johnny Cage, right? Ryan Reynolds uh, is the number. <laughs> not one. gonna lie, that was the first name when you said that. I had yeah. not seen anything. Yeah. First thing, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, he's who I thought of. He would be a phenomenal Johnny Cage. Yeah, he really would be. And like the upcoming Deadpool three movie, it would uh, great to have some fourth wall breaking on that. You know? That sure would, would. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I bet man. Warner Brothers is glad they finally got me. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. So uh, that's that. That would be that would. Elevate the franchise, I believe. Yeah, yeah to get sure. to get a star power like that. Because oh yeah, yeah. This movie, Mortal Kombat, was with a bunch of nobodies, right? Like, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know in terms uh, of like the American audience, right? Exactly. Yes. Well, yeah. Like, like uh, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. There's like, a lot uh, of martial artists. Yeah. Um, like for example, well, Macad Brooks. Uh, yes, Macad Brooks. Uh, he was in Supergirl, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, Joe Taslam, uh, who played Sub Zero. Warrior, fantastic show. If you have not seen it, watch it. Like it's amazing. He's in the raid too, so like it's it's amazing. Uh, well, and, and the guy that um, what's oh, his... and uh, who plays uh, Scorpion, right? Like yeah, Sonata, yes. yeah, Sonata. Yeah, he's he's fantastic as well. He, he was even in Endgame. He's yeah. in everything. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> yeah. literally in he's everything. In Wolverine. That has to do with I mean, anything he's Samurai. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. he's a forty-seven Ronin. Like he's great. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but they didn't have, you're right, they didn't have, like, a showstopper American, yeah, and that's they, what we need. <laughs> we just need some showstopper American actor. 
Hey, we all, that's what Marvel does. Here's he just spams <laughs> you with people. Yeah. Well, here's here's another downside, right? For all right, uh, hit us. Um, Shang Tsung, right? The uh-huh. act, the actor who played yeah, him. Yeah. We yeah. all know him from the the Dark Knight. Yeah. And uh, I'm very good with calculations, right? This guy. <laughs> yes. He's very unintimidating in the Dark Knight, right? Yeah. That kind of translated over it to does. Mortal Kombat, where yeah. you're like, Shang Tsung is supposed to be this, like, very intimidating character. Yeah. And he just, he really didn't pull it off for me. He really didn't. Yeah, I'd say he didn't have a great, yeah. uh, great Maybe that's because everything felt rushed. And yeah. you. It was rushed. Everything was rushed. Like, even Raiden didn't even get a chance to shine. Like, I was yeah. 100% expecting a Shang Tsung Raiden fight. Like, why didn't that happen? It should have happened. Um, but instead, Raiden was more of the guy of, like, I'll teleport you here, I'll teleport you there. It wasn't, or I'll train you, I'll be the wise one, right? Like, yeah. Raiden, I'll put up a convenient force field right here. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, Raiden didn't do any of his moves. He didn't, he wasn't as involved as the character is in the video game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say, in the video game franchise, like the Raiden's character does kind of uh, adjust and become more of that overarching. Yeah. Like he's an elder god, and he'll he's more of a uh, build up to kind of yeah. guy rather than uh, I'm the grunt ground level fight my way out of this thing. Yeah, well, even so. in the '95 version, he wasn't super active in the first movie. It was the second movie where he became a lot more active. Yeah, um, well, but. The second movie, all the actors changed too. So that too, yeah. <laughs> even Raiden. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, there was definitely there was definitely some rush stuff. Like, they could have done better with some certain things. Um, but I mean, for for the fact that you were building this tournament up, you have to. I mean, you have to have like a minimum number of characters. Like you can't just be like, okay, this is just gonna be the story of this one person, you know, or, or something like that. Um. Like, like, there's just too many characters that you have to introduce. Now, through other movies, you can kind of, like, maybe build build up uh, backstories and things like that. But and it would be it would be awesome to see more about the 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 bloodline of um, Hansi or um, of uh, of Scorpion. Hanzo, yeah. yeah. Um, but it would be awesome to see like maybe like his his bloodline a little bit better. Um, but you know. The, it, it, for what it was, how much they, how many characters they had to introduce, I felt like they did a relatively good job, um, because it was, I mean, what I mean, you got to do minimum like five on five, and then you got Raiden, and then you got, you know, these other people that you're trying to add in as well. So I mean, you got a lot of characters that you need to introduce pretty quickly. Yeah, and they and they didn't even try to introduce any of the the villains, with the exception of. Um, obviously, Sub Zero. Yeah, <laughs> he was. And yeah. by the way, he was awesome. Yes, like yes. we didn't yes. even really mention that. Yes. Um, Sub Zero was. We awesome. even knew that from the trailer, though. In fact, he Gosh, was the. Yeah. He stole the show of the tra- in the trailer. Yeah. He yeah. was. The, yeah, he was the reason why. He, well, him and Scorpion. Yeah, like like that's what you wanted to see. They brought was, you to the movie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And of course, you had to wait the whole freaking movie to see yeah. them face off. But that battle was. It was awesome. That was great. The, the they end, fought in the very first scene. It was that was a good well, first scene. It was, it was a good first scene. Technically, he didn't, right? I mean, no, he fought him. No, but he wasn't scorpion. No, but he oh, still yeah. used the yes. rope and rope and knife. Okay, but he yes. didn't. He yeah, it wasn't as op as he yes. was in the final yeah. scene. Uh, he wasn't but fire. <laughs> that first scene and final scene, I mean, easily the best parts of the movie yeah. for sure. Yeah, when um, and I think it has to do with the quality yeah. of acting or uh, and martial arts skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, when um when uh, Scorpion hits uh, Sub Zero with his with his uh, little spade that he has, and then uh, that you have that light that nice little hit of the Mortal Kombat theme. Oh yeah, yeah that's when it came yeah. in. That was elite. You I was knew like, it was, you knew it was, I was real like, there. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. there's a little. It was a little more fast paced too. They had a little little edit on that song. Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely modernized the the theme yeah, song, but I'm, I'm glad still, I'm glad it hit as as hard it as it did. It's, it felt right. Yeah. It felt oh, yeah. right. Yeah. I've I've listened to that that theme song like the new the new yeah, multiple times, multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. Um yeah. All right. Uh okay, let me think. Yeah, I I mostly enjoyed it. Yeah. I would say let's do some yays and nays. Or you want to talk about Yeah, no, no. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I would say that I mean it's definitely not a cinematic masterpiece, I'll tell you that, okay? Um, but it is a turn your brain off, enjoy what is in front of you, and I'm going to say yay, and especially if you're a fan of the video game franchise, yay. Yay, okay. Yay. Yeah, um, definitely fun to watch. Um, even as someone who didn't really play the video game, I you know, I know enough about Mortal Kombat lore to, you know, really to, to appreciate a lot of those little tidbits that it was giving you. Yeah, I hear you. I would say if you like action, you like fight scenes, um, then it's a yay. I would say it's a yay, mostly. Um, again, we've got some critiques of it uh, because it, it, it's, it felt super rushed. Certainly not a masterpiece, like you said. So from a neutral perspective, um, I would say yay. But at the same time, if you're listening, you know, like, I would say, like, there's, you know, if you're not a fan of movies that are kind of senseless, over-dramatized action... Just you know, maybe don't waste your time. I mean, I mean, j- there's people who don't like that kind of stuff. But, yeah, that's true. Right? You're right. So this this movie's not gonna be for everybody. I mean, there's the review, the critic reviews out there on Rotten Tomatoes, especially yeah. is like a what fifty fifty four. Last time I looked at it, and then the the fan side was like eighty three four. Yeah, so, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, the fan side, I mean, especially well, the fans in, also love Justice League, and you know, yeah. Oh, true. Good point. But but the fan score does tell you something. I mean, especially especially when it has something that there is a following. So like a, like a Justice League, like right. a Mortal Kombat. Yes. yes. Like the fan score does tell you something, and it, yes. really what it tells you is if you appreciate the video games to any extent, the or property, the books, the officially, properties, yeah. anything the, to do with the property, yeah. right? Then if the fan score is high, even on Rotten Tomatoes, and yeah, you know what, you'll probably enjoy it mostly. And also, it's not um, the the critic score for Rotten Tomatoes isn't great on movies that are supposed to be like big act, like big action kind of senseless type of things. Like those type of turn your mind off type of movies, they're they're going to generally crit- critically kind of destroy destroy yeah, them a lot because yeah, they're yeah. mostly critiquing the the plot, the dialogue, the story. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And the story here was like, <laughs> I mean, it was just kind of all over the place. But that's okay. You're here to watch Kano shoot red laser beams out of his eye. Yeah. And some dude throw his hat around. Yeah. Yep. And Liu Kang kind of like, yeah, yeah. I kind of expected more from him too, but maybe he's. Yeah, Liu Kang should have been more of a powerhouse. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll add that right there. Yeah. yeah. More of a powerhouse. Because that's like the one, from a neutral perspective, <laughs> that's like the one Mortal Kombat. Him yeah. and Sub-Zero are the ones like yeah. that I know. <laughs> and uh, what? And the, in the original 1995 movie, uh, I think Robin Show, or I think it was the yeah, name was, uh, he like he elevated Liu Kang. Like that character was awesome. Yeah, and he made Liu Kang like Liu Kang was the center of yeah. both of the movies, and he was probably he was probably the, one of the best parts about the movie. Even if yeah. you go back and watch it, like he he shines for yeah. sure. Him and Shang Tsung, um, but yeah. Uh, Luke Kang was definitely underwhelming in this new movie. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Big, big miss. Fair big enough. Miss. Yeah. Well, we will probably get some more. I know, uh, War- uh, what is it? Um, Warner Brothers. I'm- yeah. My, you, you, hate, okay? you hate them so much that you can't even yeah, say Yeah, I can't even say their yeah. name right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that we'll make another one so they get I some hope more so. money. I hope they do make another one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they definitely will. I mean, it just sucks that Kano's dead, but it's okay. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, you saw at the end he kind of absorbed all those other people. I guess all, so. His warriors. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. there's always the chance that he's going to bring them back. Yeah, you'll see. We'll see. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, do you guys have any recommendations for anything you guys have been watching lately? Um. Yeah. Um. So there's a new show on Amazon Prime uh, called Invincible, which is uh, it's from the creator Robert Kirkman, who also created The Walking Dead uh, comic book and series. Um, and it is it's been it, it was great. It's been great. Um, it's season finale aired tonight. Um, and it was, it was really good. It did a pretty good job of setting things up. Um, and it was just, it's really, it's really cool. It's definitely a hard R animated, um, series. Um, and, but it's an, it's an an unflinching look at the life of a superhero from an animated perspective. Yeah. And Robert Kirkman does a really good job of kind of like, um, Making these characters relatable, yeah, uh, it, it really is a great show. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, the violence is over the top, crazy, wild, but yet yep. like done in a way where it really drives the story as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good shout there, Shimato. Um, I'm going to keep it animated here, and I'm talking about um, we are uh, three episodes into a new season of uh, the animated anime season. And uh, for your eternity um, is a is turning out to be a pretty good anime series. Um, the first two episodes do a really good job of of, of building the story, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just like give a little glimpse here. The story is about <laughs> it's gonna sound so crazy, but uh, is about an orb that was sent to Earth, right? And it adapts to its surroundings, right? And uh, it takes the form of a rock, and then a wolf, and then a human, and so. It only takes those forms when it's, like, being stimulated or, or, or learning. And so, therefore, by the time it gets to the, the wolf phase, it's, like, starting to develop relationships. And then it becomes a human. And then in this third episode, it just completely takes off after that story building. And there's some crazy fight scenes. And um, uh, other humans are being introduced to this uh, orb human. <laughs> I told you, it sounds crazy. But I'm telling you yeah, right now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now, the action scenes are in the third episode are phenomenal. And the story building so far has me, like, gripped. Like, I am I'm completely hooked. The first episode almost had me in tears. Like, that's how, like, emotionally I got. Wow. Like, it was, it was insane. It was insane. Right. Insane. Okay. So, uh, great, great uh, show so far. Three episodes in. Episode four drops probably tonight. So. Okay. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah, man. Well, boys, this was fun. Got to review a couple movies, got, you know, new content. A, a, a year ago, around this time, we were getting ready to start this podcast. We're almost coming up on yeah. our anniversary. Um, wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's wild to think about. Um, and uh, back then, remember how we were just so desperate for anything? Anything new. <laughs> anything new, right? So the fact that we've had so much to review and uh, we're only going to get busier. So we've got some exciting stuff coming up in the Star Wars world. The next few weeks with the Bad May Batch. May the 4th, man. 
That's right. Yep. We've got uh, – it won't be long. Before you know it, you're going to blink, and the Loki series is going to begin. Yep. Um, so Bad Batch coming, baby, next yeah, week. There's a lot. Let's go. There's, there's a lot coming up. So First episode is 75 minutes. <laughs> Gosh. It's going to be on May 4th, yeah. and then the second episode is going to drop that Friday, the following Friday. Yeah. Uh, it's only going to be like 30 So we'll 30 review minutes. on that Friday. Yeah. We will review episodes one and two. In, yeah, this is probably good to say. Yeah. We will review episodes one and two of Bad Batch in one episode. Yes. So, yep. Yes. So keep that in mind. Don't do one of those things where you watch episode one, wait to hear a review, and then watch episode two, to, and then wait to hear yeah. a review. We're going to review episodes one and two. I'm glad you mentioned it. Um a bad batch on that on next week. So yeah, come on back for that. And again, follow us on Twitter at Royal geek pod and please uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening, get the word out, tell some of your friends. If you got some friends who like star Wars, we're going to cover some more star Wars content soon. Um, and just be on the lookout for a busy, busy summer, a yeah, busy 2021. Sure. We're almost halfway through the year, which is crazy. Yeah. Wild. Uh, all right, boys. It's been fun. For my good friends, Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.